Wow. This is a big episode. This is episode 24, and everybody welcome back. If you're listening before, if you're a new listener, thank you for coming by. Um, actually, shout out to everybody in Canada, England, Ireland, Slovakia, Germany, Australia, and the people in Kentucky for listening. You guys are awesome. And then, of course, everybody else in the United States. I just called out Kentucky because it was the most surprising of all of them. But yeah, welcome back. This is a nonsense podcast, man. And uh, today we have Joey Fleming from In Her Own Words. Um, this was an awesome interview. Joey is full of energy. He had um, some pretty funny stories about you know, what he does in, I guess you can call it his off season. Um, I particularly like the part about him being a Lyft driver. That was a fun part of the interview. I also liked how we got a little serious and he was able to talk about his songwriting process and in her own words, songwriting process. So if you like this episode, as always, definitely subscribe. If you're an Apple podcast user, uh, leave us a rating, subscribe. If you're a Spotify user, and uh, just listen to the other episodes, man. We got some other cool interviews coming up. I just emailed a few other artists, so you can expect some big names on the way down the pipeline. And uh, we have some fun interviews stacked up. So enjoy the episode, and we'll see you next week. want to you know get things kicked off um tell us a little bit about your band you know obviously a lot of people know about in her own words but um if you were to do an elevator pitch for your band what would it be <laughs> um well we've been a band since well i've been in the band since 2013 the, the band was actually previously um like they were doing stuff before i joined but i joined in 2013 and then we released um like an ep but we're we're just like a like a kind of like an alternative rock band that likes to party <laughs> i love it that's it right there so i actually remember back in 2010 when they put out like brand new me and i had yeah. like the ihop ihow shirt i actually yeah. had that shirt somewhere oh no way <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah you should have you should have broke it out i could have seen it i know i was looking for i was like where is this shirt i need it this is like those the time shirts literally sold like hotcakes yeah and it was even better being there ihop yeah <laughs> Yeah, I remember when I wrote it out to have it in like the Skype chat. I was like, mm. "Wait a second, I got seen this before." House of yeah, yeah. We should we should honestly do those shirts again because they they kill it. I still yeah. we still see them at shows every once in a while. We're like, "Oh, look, look, remember that shirt?" Then we always say we should reprint it. We've been saying it for seven years. <laughs> That's fantastic. So actually, that actually leads like to my first question. So how did you actually? end up getting into in our own words because if i'm correct you're from like new york and they're from california right yeah yeah so it's a pretty crazy story um so i was uh i was in high school when i like found out that they needed a singer so i think it was like it was like november of 2012 i think and i saw that they put out like on facebook they were like um we're looking for a vocalist who can also write lyrics um here's 
like an empty instrumental track, like a brand new track and send in like write lyrics and record it and send it in. And then we're, we're going to pick the one that we like the best. So I was like, okay, I, I, I'm just going to do this because I'm bored. <laughs> I, I had no idea that, like, that they're going to pick me or anything. I was like, I'm just going to do this because it sounds like fun. So I sent it in. Uh, I think I heard about, like I, like I saw that post on Facebook like the night before. Then the next day I like wrote, I literally wrote, like wrote the lyrics to this song like in school and then recorded it that day in my basement. <laughs> and then we sent it in and then the next day or like, like two or three days later, I get an email back and they're like, hey, we really liked your song. Can you do another one? So I did another one. They're like, okay, let's do like a Skype session. Um, and then, yeah, so then flash forward like two months. And then I flew out and I recorded um, pretty much the whole um, Everything Needs to Trust EP. Recorded that in like April of 2013, I think. And then that summer we hit the road and then we've been going to like nonstop since then. Wow. What year in high awesome. school were you? I was in, I was, it was my senior year. Oh, nice. Yeah, so, like, literally, like, graduated, and then I think the day after I graduated, I left, and we went on tour. That's amazing. What a way yeah, to awesome. kick it off. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. It's very it like non-traditional, crazy... you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So then I, yeah, and then I was flying back and forth from New York for a few years, and then I decided to move out there in 2015. Where, where in uh, New York are you from, initially? Uh, right outside of Syracuse. A little oh, town okay. of Rome. Yeah. yeah, it's not too far from here. We're yeah. we're Poughkeepsie area. Oh, okay. Nice. We played there uh, a couple uh, two years ago, I think. Oh, really? Like yeah. the it's probably the chance I'm guessing. No, we played. Oh wait. The, the loft. The loft. Yes. Yeah, nice. yeah. the loft. Maybe maybe it was like three or four years ago. But yeah. That's, that's pretty awesome. Yeah, I wish I had known. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I don't know. Um, I don't know who we were there with. I forget. Yeah, we did you guys that show. Or, uh, I think recording. it must it must have been it must have been a headliner. So maybe it wasn't full loft. I don't know. I'm I'm actually not sure. I'd have to, I'd have to go research. Yeah. I'm trying to think if I remember that show. I don't know. It's all the same yeah. parts of the same venue, you know. <laughs> yeah, dude. Everything just gets blended. I, like every tour just gets blended into one like folder in my brain, and it just like it all gets jumbled up. <laughs> just like whenever I watch like music videos and bands are like shoot, they shoot like their their stuff like in venues. Yeah. You start to realize that like all the stages they look exactly the same. This yeah. It's like, dude, I wonder if I know that venue. Is it my venue? Right. No, it's not. But... <laughs> no, it's the other one that looks exactly the same. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, you left day after you graduated high school, pretty much, or like yeah. a week after. Was this your first ever tour that you were on, or had yeah. you been involved in other projects? I was I was playing music um, when I was a kid and stuff, but just like local shows, mm -hmm. um, like yeah, I I had never been like on a tour. So like my first my first tour that we did was with a band called Worthwhile. Okay, um, great band, sick band. Uh, yeah, I think it was one of their last tours that they did. But um, yeah, I pretty much was just like, yeah, I guess I'm just gonna do this, <laughs> like. Packed up for my first tour and I just did it, and then my my second tour was actually Japan, which is crazy wow. too. Yeah. <laughs> How yeah. long after your first one was that? Uh, a few months. I think we went in the fall of 2013. Nice. So so, yeah. so the band was pretty established at that time. Yeah. 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 Um, we were still singing like I, I like I was like singing brand new me stuff alongside of like uh, what, it was new at the time, but the new everything used to trust EP. Yeah, so we were doing like a mixture of both. Was there a lot of like adjustment that you had to do on your own end to accommodate oh, yeah. like your new style and then that you know the previous style of the band? 
Yeah, because um, singing songs that you don't that you didn't write is a little strange. <laughs> when like when it's like when it's in this sense, and then like I had never learned how to like scream, and there's like a like a ton of like heavy stuff on the older yeah. stuff. So I just had yeah. never learned how to do it. So I was like, I guess I'm just gonna try. <laughs> so I, how I, did that I did go? Really good. It was it was okay. I'm I'm not yeah. I'm still not good at it, but. It's such a. It's funny because like everybody's like, ah, oh, screaming vocals. There's, it's nothing to it. Just scream. And it's like, dude, there's a lot. It's to really it. not yeah. that. Like, it's, it's. It, there's a lot that goes into it. And it's just, yeah. It's yeah, art. Actually, it's a great art. I actually, um, back then, I didn't know how to like take care of my voice. So on top of singing, you know, for forty five minutes every night, I also had to scream. So I think after like two or three shows on that tour, dude, I was just like toast. I was just gone. Like <laughs> my voice was just trash. So. I had to learn like how to not let that happen anymore. Do you like warm up now before a show? Yeah, now now I do warm ups and I do um I, I just I just taught myself how to you know take care of it like warm ups and also cooling down after. Um, alcohol is very bad before you sing. <laughs> learn the hard way. Um, For your yeah. voice and in general. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I've learned I've learned the more I don't I don't think so. Whenever I go up on a stage, I never think about the words that I'm gonna say. Yeah. So I've learned that if I drink a little too much before going up, it's even worse because the filter is even less off. Yeah. So my, my usual mantra is don't drink too much and don't say anything stupid. That's That should be your motto for everything. For, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's pretty much my life, life in a nutshell. Yeah. It's yeah. <laughs> funny. I was actually just listening to, um, it was an interview. I don't know if you ever heard of the Lead Singer Syndrome podcast. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah, and uh, they had um, I forget his name, but uh, the lead singer of the Menzinger is on. And oh he's yeah, just I like, love the Yeah, he's, great band. he's like the only reason I am like not alcoholic on tour is because I know that I have to get up and remember one how to sing and two how to play guitar. He's like, yeah. if I played like bass or something, <laughs> I would right. be all over the place. <laughs> we saw them at this like little club in uh, Woodstock, New York. It's called Alamo. Oh, nice. It's yeah. a really cool spot. It's like a it's like a bar, but it's like set up like an old western style saloon. Oh, nice! And literally the entire night, all I talked about was like, I can't wait to get off and do shots with all of you fine individuals. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, that band is so sick. I actually have a Menzinger song stuck in my head right now. We were just listening to them last night. It was Adam's birthday yesterday, so yeah. we were at his place and yeah, just bumping <laughs> Menzinger. Bumping the Menzingers and drinking for like beers. three hours. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, that's just the best time ever. Have you guys heard the new the new album? Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, it's so good. Yeah. That, I don't think anything will be after the party though. That shit is so good. Yeah, <laughs> that I know. was the album that made me fall in love with them. Me too. Every yeah. time I listen to it, it's just like, man, I forget. You, you forget for like the brief moment how great all those songs are. And then you listen to it yeah. again. It's like, how did I forget? I know. It's like I think it's the it's the perfect album for people within like our age group. Yeah, know? dude, exactly. Like mid twenties to like late twenties, early thirties. Yeah. It's all just, you know, they take the mundane stories and end up making it right. into something like majestic, but it's really like, wow, like that could be me. That literally yeah. could be me. I remember listening to them, like, like trying to get into them when I was like a teenager. Um, but I just couldn't do it. But then now that I'm like a little bit older, I'm like, oh, these guys, these guys make some good points in these songs. Yeah, <laughs> they were also like really different when they came out too. Like when yeah. they put out like uh, they speak of my drinking, never my thirst. They were like just a straight yeah. like punk in your face right. man, and they like yeah. really like fleshed that out into their own really awesome sound over the years. Yeah. Yeah. Then later there's like a point where I'm like, wow, like I can't relate to like paying rent and like having tattoos. Right. I'm like. 
18 now. And yeah, then, exactly. Like, fast forward a few years later, I'm like, this is me. Like, this yeah. is who I am. <laughs> How yeah. does he know all this stuff about me? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they're, they're a really sick band. I wanted to ask, so when did you first start singing? It seems like you have, I don't know, you've either taken very good care of your voice, mm-hmm. you've worked on it a lot, or it's just natural. Uh, you know, what's the deal with that? It, it's I, I have to compliment you on it. It sounds... Oh, thank you. Yeah, like very, I guess, easy to listen to. There's nothing mm-hmm. really strained or pressed in it. Yeah, yeah, but you have a really great voice. I, I personally, too, I think your lyrics are really good as well. Oh, thank you. Um, well, I started, like, trying to sing. <laughs> I say trying because I was not very good. When I was probably, like, 11. Because my, um, my entire family is musical. So okay. my, my, my dad was in a band for, like, 40 years. Like, my mom and my stepdad both play music. My brother's a drummer. My sister plays guitar and sings. So it's kind of just, like, the family business. Um, so I just, I just kind of just did it because I thought that that's what I was supposed to do. And then I just <laughs> have been working on it since then. Um, but I really, like, I started, like, playing guitar and singing and stuff, but I really tried to get better at singing, probably around, like, 15 or 16. Okay. Um, and then since then, I just, I just, I don't know, I just, I kind of just study other singers and try to do it better. Yeah, who'd you grow up listening to? Well, I grew up listening to Blink, so that doesn't really drive oh, yeah. my, my point home, but, um, like, Fall Out Boy, Panic of the Disco, um, you know, stuff like, like, like really good singers, like, like Patrick Stump and Brendan Urie, like. I was like, man, one day I'm going to be like this. <laughs> yeah. Still Brandon not Uri's there, just, he's dude, so insane. impressive. And he gets yeah. better, like, with age. He's aging like wine. Like, his voice hasn't Seriously. fallen off at all. <laughs> no, it's got, it just gets better and better. Yeah. Yeah, artists like that are just, like, timeless, you know? Like, you'll never, you'll never be like, oh, why did I ever listen to this? Like, it's just so, it's just such a good singer. And even when they kind of... I guess, you know, transition genres. They're still, you know, kind of pop punk, but it's like yeah. definitely leaning a lot more pop these days. Right. Yeah. It still hits the same way. It's so yeah, good. Yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah, Fall Out Boy, too. Yeah, I was supposed to go see Fall Out Boy um, on tour with Green Day and Weezer dude, this year. I know. I wanted to go to that, too. <sighs> yeah, I got I, I got the... tickets in the city. Oh, and... man. Was that, at, was that at Madison Square Garden? No, it was uh, was City Field. field? Yeah, Yeah, dude, that's all baseball fields. I wanted to go so bad. Hopefully they'll postpone it. Yeah. Is it supposed to be like next year or something? I think so, at least. I haven't seen a refund come through for it yet, so I'm I'm holding out on hope. (laughs) Yeah. I think it will. We'll see. Yeah. There's going to be a lot of shows that will be like, so we don't know what we're doing, but we're going to reschedule for some time, some place. Be there. Maybe maybe reschedule again at that point, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, it's, it's definitely going to be an interesting time the next year or two, I think, with music. Yeah. I just think it, it, it just sucks that touring isn't going to be a thing this year. Like, there's yeah. not going to be anything until next year. Yeah. Where were you guys at? Um, were you touring, you know, before this all shut down? or We were, well, we're actually writing the new record. Nice. So we didn't, we had, like, a couple touring ideas for the summer. That obviously fell through because of this, but, um, so this is actually not, it hasn't really affected us too bad because we didn't really have a ton of touring plans. Like we had more plans to like write and we can still do that. So, okay. So it's not, the, it's not the end of the world for us. So it'll be, it might even help us out. Just let us focus, you know? Yeah. Is this a full length album that you guys are working yeah. on? Yep. It'll be our, uh, our third full length. That's awesome. Congrats. Yeah. Thanks. We're not, we're, we're still in like the, the very beginning writing stages yeah. of it. Um, but we should be getting into the studio by the end of the summer. 
Nice. Where are you guys thinking of recording? We're not sure yet. Uh, we talked to um, Kyle Black about doing it there. He's a friend of ours, um, and he does really good records. The guy that we did um, Study Glow with was a guy named Cameron Webb, mm-hmm. who has done like a whole like smorgasbord of stuff. Like he's done like No Effects, he's done uh, like Motorhead, and but he's he also wow. has like credits on like a, like a Kelly Clarkson song and like that band <laughs> Lit. Um, yeah, like a legitimate he, smorgasbord. Dude, like like all over <laughs> the place, but it hel- I think it helped us in the studio. So we might do a co- like a couple songs with him too. Um, but then we have some other people that we're thinking of working with, with like Mike Green, maybe. Um, I don't know. We still got, we still kind of got to see how the songs sound and then send them out and see what these people Steady think. Glow too. I mean, that was, that was a great album, the way it came yeah. out and everything. I mean, all the songs mixed some like poppier stuff in more. Like yeah. if I had to like, like from my like point of view of you guys, if I had to explain like what your sound is, mm-hmm. for me, it, it's like, it's like aggressive emo. Yeah. <laughs> Right? That's, that, that, am I wrong much, in that? Pretty much hits the nail on the head. Yeah, and I, I, I love that. I think you guys hammer it in really well. Yeah. Well, thanks, dude. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that, um, we're, we're super, still super proud of that record. Um, we worked really hard on it, so we got to work as hard, if not harder, on the next one to, to try to top it. How's the songwriting process usually flesh out for you guys? Is it you, you know, banging out on an acoustic guitar or... It's a lot yeah, of everything. Um, there's a couple songs where it was like that, like I, like exactly like you just said, like bang it out on an, on an acoustic and then send it. But there's, there's other ones that like Ian will write, like this part to the song, or, or Omar will be like, dude, I had this idea for the song. Um, so it's a mixture of like me bringing songs to the table um, or other people bringing their own songs to the table, or we also will just sit in a room and just like bang some songs out. And that's my favorite thing to do. I'd rather I'd rather have all five of us um, coming together and like working on something but good songs come from both directions so however it comes we just we put it out oh yeah some of the greatest creativity just happens in the moment when you're there yeah. you know you don't have to think about it too much but yeah it's like write, but, but it, down, also, write it down <laughs> also some of some of the better like the better ideas come when you're in the shower or you're driving or mm-hmm. you're taking a walk to the park or you're at work <laughs> so it's like i don't know it's it's hard to like Capture I almost always like get like a lyrical idea while driving. Or yeah, driving, something. dude. Same. I'll start recording it. I'm like real quick yeah. on my phone. I'll just look over and there's just people standing, st- sitting there, staring at me, just yelling along. Yeah, in the car. dude. <laughs> a lot of a lot of steady glow was um, like we'll we'll write a, f- a whole song instrumentally and then I'll just like drive around and like write write to it like while I'm driving. Yep, that's that's a lot of what I actually do. Where our yeah. our, our uh, our guitarist Eddie, like he has his own little home studio, and he just sends out like fully done songs. Yeah, and that's it's a hundred percent what I do. I just drive around, yell right. along, so Dude, yeah. I'll figure out where it goes from there. Yeah, I, I was actually a Lyft driver for the last couple years. Yeah, yeah. Um, so like literally, like between rides, I'd be like writing stuff down and like coming up with ideas. You show funny. it to your fair, be like, "Hey, what do you think of this?" <laughs> yeah, do you ever no, play your own music in it? <laughs> I don't want them to steal it. No, sometimes <laughs> if if the if the topic comes up, I try I try not to get into it with yeah. with passengers. But if it does, um, they'll be like, "Oh, show me some of your stuff," and I'll show them, and they'll be like, "Yeah, that's not really my 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 kind of music." I'm like, "Yeah, I didn't think so. That's why I didn't want to show you." Yeah, that's not like, post Malone. Uh, <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> yeah, I usually do. I usually would play Drake though. If, yeah. if that's the alternative. <laughs> that's pretty funny. Yeah. Did you have anybody that like received it well and was like, "Holy shit!" Oh yeah. I'm gonna listen. Yeah, yeah. To you guys. Yeah. Um. A couple people. 
yeah honestly it was, it was probably more positive responses than like this isn't my thing but it's just it's funny when they're just like oh yeah it's, that's cool and then they just don't bring it up again I'm yeah, like, yeah you can read it <laughs> yeah it's it's usually like moms in like their 50s and 60s I'm like this isn't uh, really mom this isn't really mom music yeah they're like uh, my kids will listen to it right yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah you should do something more like bruce springsteen then maybe i'll be yeah. in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah you ever hear of john denver <laughs> I think should go John Denver route. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, they'll be like comparing you to like people that are like way outside of the genre. They're like, oh, I'm getting a little. Uh, let's see, Rolling Stones. <laughs> like, <laughs> Dude, God, it's, not really. It's funny because I there's like tears of um of like how I try like if, if somebody asks me like what my band sounds like, there's like tears like like it, I can look at them and see if they'll know who Blink 182 is. I'll. I'll, I'll be like, yeah. they might they, they might have heard all the small things. I'll be like, yeah, we kind of sound like Blink-182. But if they're like, if they're not even like close, I'll be like, like, did you ever hear the Food Fighters? <laughs> We're kind of <laughs> like that. And they're like, who's that? I'm like, oh my gosh. Yeah, you're like, well, you have a lot to learn. I, yeah. I can't help. <laughs> we had this band, uh, The Ever After, on here, and they have a they yeah. have a female singer. Yeah. And she Which she was telling that they're they're a great band, but she was yeah. she was telling us they played a show. I think they said in Canada. And this guy came up the rap. He goes, "You know who you remind me of?" And she's like, "I was all waiting for Haley Williams with this night." He yeah. goes, "Tim." He goes, "Tim McGraw." What? Yeah. <laughs> no way. It was, it was either Tim McGraw or Garth Brooks, and she's just sitting there, and she's like, "What?" I say, "Thank you." <laughs> I haven't gotten that one before. It's funny. Yeah, I think we That's played with them in. Uh, yeah, it was, we were just Long talking Island, about that. Was it in Brooklyn too? Maybe. I think we played with them in Brooklyn and. Was it the Nadine Factory? No, we haven't played oh, okay. there. We we played Brooklyn at Gold Sounds and Nice. What's the other one? We just played there with Sleep on it. There's Music Hall of Williamsburg. There's No, it wasn't Brooklyn Williamsburg. Is, uh fuck. The fuck was it? It, it may have actually been Knitting Factory. Because that's where Maybe it was we just, actually. Yeah, we just talked to Jake from Sleep on It and That's right, it was Knitting Factory then. Nice. Yeah. That was a, that was a sold out show too, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Was that was that, that uh, your last show before this nice, lovely quarantine? Or no, what was our last show? Our last show was with Bearings actually at Chain in uh, in LA in January. Nice. That was a fun what, show. What's your favorite venue out there in LA? Probably Chain. Chain okay. is just sick. It's just so sick. What part um, is that? That's in Anaheim. Okay, nice. It's like Orange County, uh, but not even because like like the venue is good or whatever. But like, just like the kids just go fucking crazy there, dude. Like, like nothing, like nowhere else in the world will go crazy like that, except maybe Chicago. Yeah, really, but, Chicago? Yeah, I wish dude, Chicago was a really good scene. Chicago is literally the spot. Like outside of LA, like we feel like our shows go over the best there. That's nice. What do you usually hit like on the way there? I guess in the Midwest, or do you go like? I mean, it varies tour from tour. I'm sure. Yeah. Do you usually go south and then up or do you go most north? of the time uh like that sleep on a tour started in chicago um okay. so we would have but we would like do routing shows on the way out so if we're going directly like if we go the north route we'll go like through from here to vegas um through like salt lake city denver um then like st louis i think and then from there you can get to chicago but the 80 and the 70 <laughs> i believe that's pretty sick yeah so What's like 
the strangest all right i guess this is a two-parter what's the weirdest venue you've played and what's like the weirdest city you've played that may have just been like on an off day or whatever it's like why are we here kind of deal yeah Yeah. dude there's a lot of those days um but the weirdest venue we played was in scotland and really it was so weird because like it wasn't like it's like the stage was very like skinny but super long like super like long so uh we couldn't set up drums where they're supposed to go so we were literally all in a line like it was like drummer <laughs> it, was, it was like omar and then andretti and then ian and then eric and then me it was so weird and like i just heard just just drums coming from the left and everything else from the right it was it was so weird it was a fun show and we were in scotland so we didn't really care but just that was definitely the weirdest venue wow. um the weirdest city we've like the strangest feeling was playing uh we played like an indian reservation in new mexico which oh, is wow. sick but it's just like crazy just like playing on the reservation because like it's like I, I think they can't have alcohol there so like there's no bar or anything but the kids are just like stoked just to have music there was, so was that like a big show uh there was probably there's probably 100 kids there that's nice which is good for you know indian, the indian reservation ship rock new mexico is what it was called okay uh, we played there twice but yeah kids are they're excited when we when we come there but i don't know when we'll be there again yeah, I wonder how often there's like concerts there. Was it like yeah, I don't a, know. Was was it pretty know. like I guess normal venue or was it like just set up for the day? Yeah, yeah, uh it was like a it was like a student center or something or like a like a youth center. Oh cool. That's pretty yeah. cool. Yeah, it's yeah. fun. So yeah, I, think uh, we, I think we went there on our first tour. Or my first tour. So what do you got? You guys are signed to Invoke. How did you guys end yeah. up signing with them and everything? Um when we had Unfamiliar done well, we actually had Unfamiliar plus Bad Weather done, and it was kind of all all like one album. But when we had all that stuff done, we were just shopping it to other labels, um, and we sent it around to like a couple different ones. We, we just didn't really get like the feeling that it was the right thing to do with those other labels. Um, and then Paul from Chunk and Captain Chunk, because they were signed to Invoke before, yep. So he like cool. he set up like an email thread, and he, he was like, send it to Nick, who's the owner of Invoke. He's like, hey Nick, uh, check out my friend's band. Um, like this music's really good. Uh, I think that you'd be into it, and then, and then yeah, we just kind of hit it off. Signed nice. to a three-album deal. So this, this would be our last. This record will be our last one on the, on the label. Cool. How'd you get in contact with Paul? Um, we toured with them in 2015. Okay. Um, so, yeah, actually, right right after we were done with that record, we toured with them. But I think I think the band was actually friends, like internet friends, with Olive Chunk previously. So That's super we're lucky. Chill. That, yeah, we were lucky that they threw us a bone and got us on that tour. It was actually a sick tour. It was Chunk, Hit the Lights, Forever Came Calling, wow. Us, and, and To the Wind. It was fun, dude. That was a really fun tour. There's a lot of great band names on that tour right there. It's yeah, a dude. fun tour, <laughs> just, was, just with the names alone. Yeah, it was sick, like, watching Hit the Lights every night. And then the Chunk guys are great. Yeah. I might be making this up, but did I, they're coming out with, like, new music or something, aren't they? Who, Chunk? Yeah. I think so. I saw something about it. Uh... Yeah, we'll see. I don't know. I feel like I could be making that up. Like, it was just like yeah. a weird dream. <laughs> Paul, I was looking at a computer screen. Paul's in another band now called Landmarks. Uh, they're okay. like, a, like a metalcore band. But they're sick. They're, they're all from France. Um, oh, and wow. they're, doing, they're doing some pretty big stuff over in Europe. Um, but, yeah, I'm pretty sure that Chunk will come out with, with at least one more record. Hopefully. Nice. Dude, they're pretty excited music. about that. 
Dude, yeah, it's just do. fun. Yeah, yeah. It's, just a, it's just party. <laughs> the riffs, like, I don't know yeah. what they tuned down to. It sounds like B yeah. or A or something. But I'm like, uh, Well, I think they, 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 they play baritone guitars. So, yeah, it's like A sharp, I think. Wow. Yeah. Because I remember the first so time I was like, That's, yeah. that is not drop D. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's not even like seven string. It's like they, they, they have it's, to have baritone guitars. It's sick. God. Well, I would love to see them live. I think they, I would assume they put on a good show. I've never seen them. Yeah, yeah, they do. They're they're really sick live too. Like they're all they're all really good at every like everybody in that band is just good at what they do. Yeah, okay. I sang I sang a few songs with them uh, when they played Warped in nice. Pomona, and it was, it's just fun to just sing those songs. So did you guys play Warped too? No, we've actually never done Warped. Oh wow. R. Yeah, R. we. Yeah, I know we missed the boat. Sucks. We always it will be to. back. I think you I know think they'll so, do right? like a, a ten year or yeah. not ten year, but you know like there'll be some anniversary I think in the yeah. near future. Yeah, we were hoping to to get on um, Sad Summer this year, but that's not a thing either. I went Where to the the of? first one last year. It's a cool festival they have set up there. Yeah, it's kind of cool because it's like a it's a little bit smaller scale than Warps, whereas there's like less band, so it kind of makes it so you can see more things. I think. Yeah, we went to the one up at. Uh, the outside of the Palladium at Worcester, and it was oh, okay. It was really well. They did it really well, and I thought actually yeah. it was. I, I liked it a little bit because it was smaller. Mm-hmm. It was like a little bit more. Uh, I don't know what the word. Like, right, where, I'm gonna say inclusive. Okay, like it wasn't just like a big like free for all like running around like where am I right. going this kind of deal. Like everything was just yeah. like right there, and it was it was cool. I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. I've actually never been to a Warp tour. I was just no like, way. I was like overwhelmed by. It. I was like, "There's so many bands that I want to see," really? but like, I'm sure you know you, you'd have to get a schedule together. Like, you have to write yeah. all that down or like yeah. print out something before you go. And I regret it. <laughs> yeah, you should have gone. Uh, my first Warp tour was 2010, I believe. I think, but yeah, I, I would go every year because um, from Syrac- or from like my town of Rome. Uh, you have to drive to Buffalo to go to Warped, which is three and a half hours. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, you either have to drive to Buffalo or to Scranton, which is three and a half hours or four hours south. And so, where'd, they, where'd they host it in Buffalo? Uh, Darien Lake, um, Six Flags. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think it, was they... actually, it was actually sick because it like, it's all grass. Like, I didn't realize how spoiled I was until I went to a different Warped tour where it was all pavement. <laughs> yeah. It was just like balls hot. Oh, I got one for you. We, we used to go, I used to go to the one in Hartford. Okay. Which is not even painted, it's dust. Oh man. So every it That's was, kind of how it was used to be too. It was awful. It was literally just like you'd see like dust tornadoes coming up from circle pits. Oh dude, and then you get home and you're like blowing all the dust out of your nose. Ooh, yeah. It's in your yeah, ears. It was, it was pretty bad. You probably have like lasting like Yeah. <laughs> like lasting yeah. I'm gonna problems. like wake I'm gonna like wake up one day but like you have emphysema courtesy of yeah. dust. <laughs> if it, if you have emphysema, courtesy of dust, you may be entitled yeah. to compensation. <laughs> we're, still, we're still like warped to our hyper. I'm coming Hell for you, yeah. Kevin. Lyman. I got to see Rancid. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, so, warped to our man. Rest in peace. Do you have any weird habits when you're on tour? Um, apparently, I used to be really messy. Like, I used okay. to leave my shit all over the van. All over the van. Um, I think I've gotten, I've gotten that under control. I think I'm a little bit better about that now. But dude, on tour I just lose stuff. That's my that's my weird <laughs> habit. I lose stuff on tour. I fucking lose everything. I lost like so many like nice like jackets and oh. pairs of shoes, like favorite like shirts or whatever. You just leave in hotel rooms or people's houses and you never get them back. Yeah. <laughs> I just lose stuff, dude. I'm trying to get better at that too. 
What kind of van are you guys rocking these days? Uh, we have a Sprinter now. Nice. Really, it's it's a There's fucking a game changer. Yeah, yeah, it's nice. Uh, but before that, we were in like a, um, I think it was a it was a Ford, whatever E three fifty or whatever something like that. Okay. Big red. Rest in <laughs> peace of that thing, dude. We almost died in that van. Oh my god! How? Yeah, the reason why, the reason we got the Sprinter was because um, the last tour that we did with the van was um, the acoustic tour that I did. But I think, yeah, I I forget. We played LA and then we picked up the van and then it was me, uh, the singer of Hawthorne Heights was on that tour. So, uh, it was me, him, and then our guitarist Ian, but we were driving from like, so I think it was Salt Lake City to Denver and that, that road is really like treacherous. Um, but like the weather reports, everything was good. And then we were like checking, like, like it, it looks fine. Like we, we should be able to drive through the night and like be okay. Um, but then like we, we get onto, I think it was a 70. Uh, I-70 and then it just like just starts white out snow and we're like and like I, I think that van didn't have like heat at the time it was it was a shit, shit. shit. so Almost we like buddy hollied it dude straight up and we're like we gotta we gotta get off off this freeway and like get a hotel because we're not gonna make it like we're literally gonna crash or freeze to death or both so the next day we sold the van flew home <laughs> <laughs> we're like let's find a new van yeah fuck this <laughs> dude we oh it was so scary the the uh, the sprinter is definitely the way to go. Did you guys have like, like converted into like beds and all that kind of stuff too? No, or? we we just have like captain's chairs in there, and it's gotcha. I like I like it better. Um, we didn't want to do, like the bunk thing is just dangerous if you're like in a bunk yeah. when you're driving. So we want to have seatbelts and like just be safe because like all these stories of like bands crashing on tours, like we're like we got to make we got to do everything that we can to not let that happen to us. For sure. Yeah, I always wondered about that too because just like. I mean, I ride, I've ridden in vans just without a seatbelt. You can take a hard turn yeah. and just go flying across. I can't yeah. imagine like, being in a bunk. I know. Yeah, we, we had bunks in the red van. Uh, like, we built them in. And it was, it was nice when we were, like, sleeping in parking lots and stuff. But, like, yeah. it's just a death trap if you're, if you're moving and, and, and laying down in one of those things. Right. There's just not enough room. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but, like, you're not going to not lay down when, you're, when you have, like, an eight-hour drive. Like, you're, you yeah. go back there and sleep. Yeah, and especially right. if you're going like at night too, all night. Yeah. You know, and you're taking shifts. Like somebody's got to sleep. You know. Yeah. Somebody's got to uh, be accountable. The chairs in the in the spinner are nice though. They're like super like, it's like a it's like a recliner basically. It's actually really fucking comfy. I've I've had some of my best nights sleep in those in those things. <laughs> I fantasize about those when I'm in yeah. bed. <laughs> I used to work in catering and like. You know, we'd be stuffing stuff into like those, and I'm like, damn, this is a yeah. really nice van here. Like, I could do this. So nice. many guitars and you can, people. You can, <laughs> you can stand up in there, and you can like change without hunching over. Really, <laughs> it's honestly a game changer. Like, it, it makes it makes like a 12 hour like overnight drive feel like nothing. Wow. When before, like, you'd be just just exhausted after. We were looking into getting a uh, a short bus and like oh, yeah. it and like painting it and all that. We had all these yeah. grand ideas, like lifting it. Yeah. Just because, why the hell not? <laughs> Those things break down, though. Yeah. Because yeah. when we did that trunk tour with uh, Perfect Game Calling, they they had one of those. And it was sick. We're like, dude, that's so sick. Here's a bus. But then it broke down. And then they had to come in our van for, like, three or four days. <laughs> oh, man. But Yeah, it's like those things are all, up. like, as old as I am. They're like, yeah, yeah. we got this bus from 94. Like, right. What if it's being sold, that? that means that it's 
that children are like legally not allowed to ride in them yeah. because it's not safe. That's what it is. It's like you <laughs> want to get your child in this. Safe for children. But I'm going to take it yeah. cross country. Yeah. Let's <laughs> <laughs> gonna see how this goes. <laughs> yeah, they didn't say anything about not safe for adults. So right. Check it out. We're good. What's to go. that? You're over 18 now, man. Just take yeah. it. I don't even want it. Go. It's free. You don't even need seatbelts. Yeah. When we were looking out, the guy's just like, you just need to like change the brakes and change the steering, and I'm like. Huh. <laughs> I don't really believe hmm, I, you. I don't think I want to take this home. Like, right. <laughs> right. Gets in and finds out there's just no brakes in general. Yeah. <laughs> just two pieces of paper that says need to add later. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> well, man, um, we are coming up on time. And so usually the last few minutes I'll leave for our guests to um, shout out any, you know, bands that you want to shout out. You know, maybe you're some of your friends' bands, bands you've been on tour. But also fill us in if you guys have, you know, maybe any singles that we can look forward to. Of course, like ones that you can, you know, tell us about. I know there's a lot, you know, yeah. in terms of like what management will let you say. But um, yeah, man, this is your time. So go ahead. <laughs> uh, OK, uh, uh, I guess shout out like Sleep On It. Um, those dudes, we're, we're trying to do some more tours with them yeah. someday <laughs> when touring starts starts up again. Um, and then. For new music, I think we're gonna we're gonna shoot for a single in the fall. Let's just say that. Let, let's say like late fall, we'll shoot for like to announce the next album because cool. we still have to, we still have a lot of work to do in it. So sweet um, deal. But it's gonna be sick. We're gonna we're gonna try to top the last one. Nice, so, super. Yeah, I, that's that's a that's a big feat. But <laughs> you know, I'm sure you guys can do it. We've seen the evolution of you know how you guys have moved throughout the years and. It's, it's only it hasn't been that long you know yeah yeah so it, it's yeah. Been very impressive man yeah because we it, it took three years in between unfamiliar and, and steady low so we're going to try to not do that this time we're going to try to have it out within at least two because i know waiting, waiting sucks yeah we do yeah yeah we're gonna we're gonna get it done we're finding you know a lot of our bands that we have come on here you know i've mentioned that they're like we're not doing anything else we know touring's pretty much off the books until you know it it's yeah indefinitely yeah. So why not just like take this time? Obviously, like you have to be safe about it. But mm-hmm. I mean, there's some great music brewing up right now. Oh, yeah. I, I think I think that COVID will be the reason for like some of the best records that we'll ever hear. Yeah. So yeah, I'm like, excited, I'm a lot of people have stuff. a lot of time. Yeah, I'll agree with that. Oh, yeah. Well, hey, man, thanks for coming on. Um, yeah, man, thanks for, for sure. having me, guys. Yeah, hopefully we can stay in contact. Um, you know, if I ever end up going out to L.A., hopefully you guys are playing a show. Or if you come back uh, to our neck of the woods. Hell yeah, dude. Fuck yeah. yeah. Yeah, man. Sweet. Thanks, guys. Of course, dude. Oh, yeah, man. Thanks for coming on. All right. I'll talk to you guys later. Yeah. Hey, yeah, you'll be well. Thanks. Later, man. Bye. See you clock on the wall it never stops ticking it feels almost new but i've been here before i wait for your call but it's never coming i'm always running away sick of god has a plan things happen for a reason it feels so unfair that it happened this way the clock on the Your friend, John.